Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. And welcome back to GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, I am Miss Genesis Amaris Kemp. For those seasoned listeners, thank you so much for listening to another segment. With me today is a special guest by the name of Aaron Marcus. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Aaron, and then we're going to jump into a fun conversation. So here we go, y'all. Aaron Marcus is the founder and CEO of Conquer Your Business, an international company helping entrepreneurs and small business owners get out of reaction mode so they can be in charge of their businesses and in charge of their lives. How many times have you sat in the passenger seat but you have the full capability to get into the driver's seat, but maybe it was imposter syndrome or maybe it was limiting beliefs or doubt that kept you stagnant and kept you complacent in the drive in the passenger seat, not in the driver's seat. But I'm here to tell you as well as Aaron, that you can be the one in the driver's seat and take charge of your life and your business. So without further ado, let's welcome Aaron Marcus. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. We had a quick, uh, you know, get to know you five seconds before we started. So this is going to be awesome. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. And Aaron, I just love how you show up as your full authentic self. One thing that jumped out at me is the color of your hair, because during our quick five second pre-chat, we were both corporate women from corporate backgrounds, but now we're popping out. So Aaron, I definitely want to give you a chance to connect with the audience in a fun and personal way. And I like to do two things here, either a rapid fire 10 question game, or we could do an icebreaker. What are you in the mood for? Um, oh my gosh, decisions, decisions. Let's do rapid fire. I have no attention span. So let's do rapid fire. We're going to go down a rabbit hole in my F squirrel brain anyway. So why don't we just call it what it is? So here we go, y'all. We're playing rapid fire with Aaron and Genesis. Do, 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 do. Question number one, favorite color? Purple. Question number two, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or hell, let's go big and have both. I have both. I already have both. <laughs> oh, well, this is going to be question three. Question three, What? what's your dream car? I currently have a um, Mini Cooper S Turbo. Ooh. So it's basically a fighter jet on wheels. I don't know where I think I'm going with the turbo engine. I live outside of Chicago. Like there's traffic. It doesn't actually, I don't get to use the turbo engine, but I have a turbo engine. <laughs> Maybe you need to take your car to one of those racetracks where oh, yeah. not, a, not only do they let the gold carts, but they let the cars race around the Autobahn. Maybe you could do that. There we go. Absolutely. Question four, what is your drink of choice? I'm a big baby. I don't really do alcohol. My drink of choice. Okay, you're going to laugh. You ready? Let me preface this with the fact that I am 52 years old. And my drink of choice is on the hot, hot, hot summer day, the coldest cup of Hawaiian punch you can find. Ooh, okay. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. 
Question five. If you could go anywhere in the world and money was no option, where would you be headed? African Safari. Giraffe Hotel. Question six. If you had the opportunity to change your life by trading places with someone, would you trade places or remain yourself? I, that's a great question. My instinct is to remain myself. The only reason I would want to trade places would be someone who's doing what I'm doing, but is already further along and having a bigger impact to kind of like jump the process, not unfairly, but to have the bigger impact. Okay, awesome. Question seven, you get three random acts of kindness per day. What are your three for today? My three for today. I, the wildlife rescue that I have volunteered at weekly for the last several years is having a cash flow problem. So I would like to solve that and take care of that so they can get their act together, feed the animals, take care of the animals, do what we need to do. Um, the other act of kindness is, it's always animals, right? Um, this is so weird, like, because it is what I do in my business. I would like to wave a magic wand, right? So we're dealing with magic fairy dust here, letting all the women who have felt they weren't allowed to fill in the blank, suddenly know, give them all permission. You have permission. If you're waiting for permission, it's yours. You have permission. Whatever you've been waiting for, you have permission, just go do it. I like that. Now we're on question eight. So I want you to think about this here. So we all know that there are movies and books out there. And sometimes people prefer the movie over the book. What is your favorite movie, movie or book? And do you prefer one over the other? Favorite movie or book? I'll give you a weird example of where the movie ruined it for me. It was a book called Phant. I believe it's called Phantoms by Dean Koontz. It's like an old horror story. Again, remember how old I am. It's been a while. And they made it into a movie. And when they created the bad entity, it didn't look like what I had pictured in my head. And I was sad. It ruined it for me. <laughs> nice. Because I'm like one of those people, I'll watch the movie first and then I'll read the book because sometimes the movie and the book is not the same. So thank you for sharing right. yours. Yeah. Question nine. Are you a cat lover or a dog lover? It's all of it. There's There'll be a cat on your show here shortly. There's two dogs downstairs. It yeah <laughs> it's a it's neutral playing field on that one and question 10 it is our pass or play question and here are the rules if you pass our roles are reversed and you get to ask me a question if you play I ask one last question to wrap up rapid fire so do you <laughs> want to pass or play let's do this I'm gonna play because you're gonna be on my show and I'm gonna ask you a million questions <laughs> and then you're gonna so we'll just playful out here and then the tables will be turned awesome so you're in your mini cooper with the turbo rocking out to your genre what genre are you listening to 80s hair metal 
Okie dokie, y'all. So you just heard Aaron Marcus on the connection part of the segment. So that completes rapid fire. So I hope you got to learn a little bit more about Aaron and some of the things that she does in her personal life. Now we're going to jump into what she's doing in her business. So this is the meat and potatoes part of the segment. So get your notebooks out, get your phone out and take notes because we're going down this journey. So Aaron, you like to help entrepreneurs and you want them to realize that what they're doing matters and it matters because they are making an imprint in order to drive impacts. So what got you involved in the work that you're doing today? I think it was a journey. One of the things that I've been a very fortunate recipient of, even in my corporate life, was major incredible, I can't even tell you why, mentorship. I have had several opportunities throughout my corporate life where somebody took me under their wing and changed my life. And the impact of that, it's just amazing. Like, I get to do that for people? Like, really? And I think the Education I got along the way, the business education, the MBA, the actual education was part of it, but the other part of, you know, the natural knack for being able to do it, but the realization that of the impact that you can have, the interpersonal, like tangible, see it in front of you impact um, is just amazing. Like that. So mentorship is what drove you to the work that you're doing now, because you saw the impact that other people had on you by taking you under their wings and you said man if someone could do that for me I could turn around and do it for others so you're you mentioned that you're 52 years old now and you spent a large amount of time in corporate what was your breaking point where you said I no longer want to do this corporate gig but I want to do what I love for me and when did you make that transition so I that's very clear in my head the It happened in my late 30s. It took until 40 to do something about it. It probably took about two years for me to leave because I worked with great people. I worked with amazing, amazing people. And I wasn't upset. I didn't hate my job. I was bored. I was very bored. But I wasn't, I was filling that with other things outside of work. And I I got to be like around 40 and the only word this, it sounds terrible after I say that I love my job and I love the people, but the work started to feel contrived. The work started to feel created for the sole purpose of having more work and more people making a nickel off of everybody else's dime. And so I got further and further and further removed from any impact, from feeling any, like all of a sudden my accolades were around putting together the person A and person B because the computer made it easy for them to talk to. Like it wasn't very fulfilling anymore. And I think a lot of people may feel like that, especially in the times we're living in today with the great resignation, the the quiet leaves and all the things that's going around in the corporate space. And we see more people tapping into entrepreneurship, whether they're a solopreneur, a mompreneur, or whatever title they want to have. And you hit it hard with the name of your business, Conquer Your Business. So in order to conquer your business, 
how do you help a man, that man or that woman out there that's saying, Hey, Aaron, like, I know I want to do something, but I'm just not sure what to do. But I, I just think that I'm heading in the right direction because I know I have the tools and the resources, but it's just about putting together the playbook and running the plays. What would you say to that individual? So the biggest shock to me when I came out of corporate was that what you need to do is only half the game. In corporate, what you need to do is like 90% of the game, right? And the horrible truth was here I was, big fancy corporate person, got bonuses, got accolades, got promotions, yay me, you know, da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, I'm so smart, right? Look at me, look how wonderful I am. I'm going to go do my own thing and be just as smart and just as wonderful. And that's when the realization hits that I was smart and wonderful on a very narrow path that somebody else created. And in entrepreneur world, the wheels are off the bus, the bumpers are out of the gutters, and like, it's a freaking free-for-all. So, right. So what I've learned is it's half what you need to do, but the other half is who you need to be. And that's why I talk about that. I work at the intersection where what you need to do meets who you need to be to do it, because I can give you a marketing plan. I can give you messaging. I can give you business strategy to reach your goals based on your strengths. And that's all fine, well, and good. But if you can't do the plan, the plan doesn't matter. If you can't do it. And the other thing I tell people to, it's like, kind of just be prepared for this. The plan and the marketing, the strategy is actually easy. And it's easy because you can buy it. You can just pay someone. And they'll do a really good job and lay that out for you. But you can't pay anyone to do the mindset work for you. That's the hard work. Yes, that is so, so true. And I think what will help somebody get outside of that box where they don't feel like they can do it is knowing, like you said, who they are. And I feel like ever since we were growing up, people always ask, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? But they never took time to ask, who do you want to be when you grow up? And I think the who is the important part because what begins to define you and label you and place you inside of this box when in actuality, you are multifaceted. You are multidimensional. And once you know what's rooted inside of you, then you can manifest that outwardly and things will come together, creating some synergies. So I like that you have two parts there and you meet them at the intersection. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the unfortunate, you know, there's so many amazing things as new generations grow up, right? There's so much amazing things that each generation brings. And at the same time, the challenge that the younger generations have, and it's not their fault because they didn't do it, is they are being brought up in an environment of instant gratification, in an environment of ADD because of TikTok. And I'm just as bad, right? TikTok and Instagram, right? I I can't watch TV anymore without doing three other things at the same time. But they're also, and this is one of my like soapboxes, being brought up where entertainment is based on people being mean to each other. How many celebrities are out there and the reason they're famous is because they're on Real Housewives or whatever the shows are where they're being mean to each other. 
And then you want them to go out into the world and not be the way they were taught to be. Like it just go together. Mm, yeah, that's that's true. And we see, like to your point, we see a lot of that on social media because it's painting a vision of what they want other people's reality to look like right. when in actuality, they're not even on the same playing field as that individual that's pouring into them and watching them to help boost the metrics for that show or that entertainment platform that they're on. And then we're setting people up for failure, but there is a new platform out here called Be Real, where yeah. they said they wanted um, people to just randomly snap themselves or clips of doing whatever they're doing in the moment because they want to peel back filters. They want to peel back everyone looking prim and proper because in reality, we're not always put together. Like some no. of us, like we wake up, we roll out of bed, we're typing on our computer. And then like, whatever you get that first break, then you go brush your teeth. You yes. get something to eat. And like, I could raise my hand to that because whenever, you know, I was working from home, I would literally, you know, get dressed from the waist up and log on to zoom. And then I would do my other stuff because I had that flexibility. But do you think that they're going to know that I'm showing up when like, some boy shorts or some short shorts or whatnot. <laughs> no, they're only going to see me from what, uh, so it's like, how are you showing up and how are people viewing you and perceiving you? And then we also know assumptions too out there. Assumptions, right. you know, that could either make or break a business because in order for someone to conquer their business, if someone is assuming something by by them or about that business, they put that out there. And I think that business owner begins to get sour if they feed into that. Would you yeah. agree or disagree? I totally agree with you. It is harder now. Like the, the saying, run your own race, this is not new. This is not a new concept. It's always been around. It's just virtually impossible right now to run your own race without being distracted because you're inundated with other people's highlight reels. You're inundated with what's supposed to be. And it always feels out of reach. Because, and the reason it always feels out of reach is it's not real. And you just, it's so, it can be lonely. It can be hard, especially, you know, like us, if you come out of corporate, you're, you're up against, like, if you really think about what are you stacked against as an entrepreneur, you're stacked against corporate. If you come out of corporate, you're stacked against, um, how women are supposed to be. You're stacked against how people of color are supposed to be. You're stacked against how youth is supposed to be and all the supposed to be's. And now on top of it, you're inundated with the fake version of other people's success. And I say that not to demoralize you, but to get, let yourself off the hook, yeah. right? Like give yourself a break. Absolutely. Give yourself grace and mercy and know that, you know, when you're going into business for yourself, you're the person that does it all. You're a one-stop shop until it comes to a point where you're ready to scale up your business. And I like to tell people, don't make that jump before it's time. Make right. sure that you have proper legalities in place. Do you have NDAs, non-disclosure agreements? Do you have non-competes? Do you have a team of legal advisors? And you don't even need a fleet, maybe one or two that will advise right. you. Are you even an entity? Oh it, yeah, that's it's true. It's like $100 to become a legal entity in most states. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what separates that. That's what protects your personal. That's what protects my house and my turbocharged Mini Cooper from something that might go wrong in my business, right? Yeah. So let's dive in there. Are you an entity? Because there's different um, parts. Some people have LLCs, limited liability corporations. Other people have DBAs, doing business ad. Then some people who want to go big because they're already thinking as a visionary and they know they have expansion in mind, they start that S corp. So whenever you started in your entrepreneur journey, Aaron, did you start with an LLC, a DBA, or what? So again, not a lawyer, but been through this a few times. An LLC is a corporation. An S-Corp is a tax filing. Mm -hmm. So I am an LLC S-Corp. And what that does is it means it's a pass-through of income. So I pay personal and corporate taxes in the state, but the federal designation of an S-Corp puts it all in one bucket. It just simplifies the process. So you can have that corporation. And again, not expensive, legal Zoom, like seriously not expensive, but lots of protection. And that's how you get your tax benefits. The Mm. people don't realize that the tax system actually is created to benefit companies, not benefit people, benefit companies. So if you do that filing and then find the right advisors, like I know what you're supposed to do, not how to do it, right? I know that I'm supposed to do this, not the person who knows how to do it, but they can find you all of your tax advantages that you don't get to have as an individual taxpayer. Mm, see, that's another gem, y'all. And that's that's a part of conquering your business because in order to have a business and to conquer your business, you need to know what does your business need in need and how can your business not just survive but thrive so if you heard what Erin said she has an LLC S Corp so the business and the tax filing and she uses it as a pass-through and she did it with legal zoom and you mentioned it was only a hundred dollars but we're here to tell you with the rise of inflation and I'm sure it's more now it's been a few years Just do your due diligence and check with your local state that you live in to see how much does it cost to start an LLC, limited liability corporation. And then if you want to tack on the S Corp, which is the tax benefits that that you get, right, Erin? Yeah, it's the tax filing. And, you know, conquer your business. The whole concept is, again, going back to waving the wand and giving you permission. You have permission to claim your business as a business not the thing you're trying to do not right like be the business person step into the business person even if it's a side hustle because you're not ready to leave corporate if you treat it like a business it allows you make decisions from the place you want to be not the place you feel you are now So that you set yourself up for success. And my tagline is be in charge. Be in charge, take action, get results. Make decisions, take responsibility, learn the things. Don't be scared or be scared and do it anyway. Totally fine. Been there, done that. And then take the action so that you can get to where you want to be. Amazing. And as we begin to wind down the segment, I want you to give the audience anywhere from three to five tips 
to help them conquer their business, whether they're just starting out or they're a seasoned business owner, but it's time for them to pivot and reinvent the wheel so they could continue to thrive and move upwards. Cool. Awesome. So number one, your business is not about you. Your business is not about you. The more you make your business about your prospect and client, the better it will be. What does that mean? Use outcome-based language when you're doing your marketing. What is in it for them? Nobody buys your process. Nobody buys how you do it. Nobody cares about your credentials. Nobody cares about how that I have an MBA and I was in corporate. Yeah, you know, nobody freaking cares until they know what's in it for them. So get it's not the way our brains work. So the faster you can create the habit of outcome-based language, you will connect with your client first. So that's number one. Number two, talk to other human beings. Please talk to other human beings beings. You can't come up with the marketing language that lands sitting at home with your cat. I know it because I tried. It doesn't work, right? So if you go out there and you talk to other human beings, and if you're freaked out about sales, don't even make it a sales call. Make it a, hey, can I ask you some market research questions? Just go talk to other human beings. All of the Insta tactics you see out there, one funnel away, just send this email, they're all trying to remove the human component of doing business where you think if you say something magical, someone will come up to you and say, here, take my money. That's not how that actually works. So outcome-based language, because your business is not about you, go talk to the other human beings so that you can learn exactly what lands with them. And I could go, I like, I can give you 20 tips, but my next one is going to be consistency. Marketing inconsistencies gives you cash flow inconsistencies. If you are suddenly out of money, go look what you were doing 90 days ago and you'll know why you ran out of money. Wow. Those are three incredible tips. So Aaron, we're going to jump in to the CTA. The call to action part of the segment and audience, this is Aaron's call to action for you because what good is listening to this podcast if you're not going to take what you learned here and apply it so you can be better personally and professionally. So what is your call to action, Aaron? Let's do this. Let's give people more. So the call to <laughs> give people more. I made a decision in my business several years ago that if I was going to charge less than $1,000 for something, I'm going to give it away. That's the decision that I made. So the call to action is go to the website, conqueryourbusiness.com. And if you look, there's a section called resources. There's free trainings. There's free trainings on successful morning, conquering your thoughts. Like we always have free events. There's a Facebook group where you get to ask more questions. Like seriously, there's so many resources. So just go to conqueryourbusiness.com. Um, the way I made my breakthrough is I became a consumer, an avid consumer of knowledge and information. Erin, I want to thank you so much for just giving that away because resources out here is equivalent to money. Erin has already tried certain things and she has proved it. Now she's given it to you free of charge. So all you need to do is go soak up the knowledge and apply it to what you're doing to set yourself up for success. Erin, what social media platforms are you on? I'm on lots of them. I'm on LinkedIn. 
I'm on Facebook because I'm old. I'm on Instagram, but I don't know how to use it. And according to the algorithm, I'm a 13-year-old boy on TikTok, so I'm not really on there, but I watch it, <laughs> right? Uh, so I get all the, evidently, it knows I like the baby goats and the things like that. But no, I'm very active on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. It's Conquer Your Business or Aaron Marcus. I promise I'm not hiding. And I love meeting people, connecting with people, ask me questions, whatever you need. And there you have it, folks. You just heard Aaron Marcus right here on GEMS Podcast. And we talked about how to conquer your business, how to go from those limiting thoughts and beliefs in order to not just surviving, but thriving in your business and being who you want to be, not what the world wants you to be. So once you step outside of that box, you'll start to see things flourish and come to fruition, but it's up to you to make the choice of what you want to do next. So until the next guest, next segment, make sure you like, comment, follow, and subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews are beneficial for me because I want to know, what did you like? What didn't you like? And I see it as feedback. It's a gift to help me personally and professionally. And my big ask, ASK, for the community is for brand sponsors. If you like what you hear and see right here, please send me an email to gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp at gmail.com to see how we can work together. It is paid sponsorship because it does take monetary resources to keep this mission and movement going, which it's to Create content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, while we also weave in the need for diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, because whether you realize it or not, it takes all of us coming together to make this world a better place. So until next time, signing out, Genesis Amaris Kemp and Aaron Marcus. Peace, y'all. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.